0: I think we can get started. So uh, hi, everyone. Welcome to the show. Before we dive in into today's AMA, it's important to mention a disclaimer. This AMA is not financial advice. It's an activity occurring on FMFW.io with educational purposes only and to promote um, TFC and the project through an educational platform. Um, It's about time to kick off today's session. I'm very excited to have my guests with me. I would like everyone to welcome Football Coins founder, Mr. Steven Zutphen, and Arsenal football club legend, none other than Mr. Kevin Campbell. Gentlemen, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you.
2: Thank you very much. Nice to be here.
0: Amazing, so I think we can get started by uh, you guys introducing yourselves to our listeners.
1: Okay, Uh, I guess I'll start out. Uh, My name is Steve, and I'm the founder of the football app and the underlying TFA platform. Uh, I've been involved in uh, technology for uh, decades. And I've built, um, you know, dozens of uh, of uh, communication uh, platforms and um, social networks through the years.
2: My name. Is Kevin nice Campbell. to
0: meet you, Steve. Yes, Kevin. It would be great if you could say a few words by yourself. Yes,
2: of course. Um, my name's Kevin Campbell. I've played professional football uh, from. The age of 16, uh, right up until the ripe old age of 37, I am still in the football sphere, um, doing a lot of media and punditry work right now, and I have a I have two sons who are, who are in the game as well. So um, play for some very prestigious clubs. Started off at Arsenal, and um, moved from from there to Nottingham Forest to play abroad in. And traveling for came back, joined Everton uh, Football Club, left there, went to West Bromwich Albion, and finished my career at Cardiff City for one season. And uh, I'm, I'm pleased to be ambassador for football.
0: That's quite an amazing journey.
2: It's a long journey and very amazing journey. Um, I must say, I am blessed to be able to to have so much experience in, in football.
0: Absolutely. I'm, I'm thrilled to, to be hosting you, and it's a, it's an absolute pleasure, as I'm a huge uh, football fan, and I already know I can speak on behalf of our community that uh, we have quite a few football fans in our community, so we are all excited to have you here with us today.
2: Well, I'm sure everybody's looking forward to Thursday because that's the, all the pictures come out. So it should be good.
0: Yeah, that would be a big day. Big day. Yes, so um, I think we can get right into it. So before we dive into TFC's ecosystem, Steve, I I think it would be great to help our listeners understand what your project is about. So if you could just uh, share with us why does Football Coin exist and what is the project's mission?
1: Yeah, so it's fairly simple. The the goal is to capture the digital wealth of the entire football ecosystem into a token and to distribute the token to the clubs, the football fans, the related businesses that are part of the community. And that was the intent of you know, creating a a community-based economy within the world's largest community, which is football.
0: That sounds great. And I was actually curious, now that you mentioned the football economy and your mission to impact the football world, could you please tell us what sparked the idea to start this project?
2: Well, we had the,
1: we had a big uh, communication platform that we've built through the years as a team of um, developers and product people. And this, um, this platform uh, could, you know, be used to create a social network like Twitter, uh, all kinds of, it could empower all kinds of other digital uh, interactions and commercial um, digital processes. And we felt that The best place that we could apply that great platform with, uh, you know, good uh, app interfaces would be into the world's largest community because uh, already, you know, we have Instagram and Reddit and uh, sort of generic uh, communication platforms. Um, that uh, you know, are, are used by you know, billions of people around the world. So we thought by focusing more into a niche, but still a billion plus person community, we could uh, make more specific features targeted direct to the audience and really master the, uh, the processes of digital interaction that uh, a fan uh, would have with a football club and just be the intermediary digitally. And uh, that you know that we had the capability to pull that off and felt like we could get traction in that market.
0: That sounds amazing. And as I just mentioned before, as a football fan and one of the millions of uh, users of these uh, platforms, I can definitely tell that there are a few other projects that are targeting the football community and the football ecosystem and I was wondering how is your project different from other web-free football projects out there?
2: I think
1: the, the difference is the same that uh, differentiated uh, Google from other search engines back in its day. <clears throat> and that's <laughs> that we we have an actual product and a platform for real. And I think it's um, it's easy to target but you know, build a white paper and a website, but to build a product that can capture um, someone's attention in this busy world for 20 minutes a day and, you know, allow them to interact with you and to have a platform. Yeah, it's very, extremely hard. It's only been done a dozen or so times out of 2 million apps in the store. So, um, you know, you have to have a huge tech platform and we had built our platform over a decade with you know dozens of good engineers so we actually had done the work before we started and then building an app that could actually engage people this is the hard part Um, saying that you're going to play in the industry of course everybody wants to um, participate in the the football economy and they want to participate in the crypto economy but they simply haven't done the work or proved uh, um, that they can actually build engaging uh, products
0: Absolutely, and uh, it really comes down to times like this when uh, the market is not in the favor of uh, builders, so I think that ultimately those who are actually building something that is about to serve the community will ultimately stay on top and differentiate themselves.
1: Yeah, no. I, I feel I feel this is uh, a good point, and um, you know we've we've uh, we've done the work. Other people have talked uh, the talk, and some will also deliver. We um, we did the work, and really, you know, I think as you said, that eventually, well, there's been a lot of noise in the industry the last few years, but um, our theory over time was that products that are really good will ultimately rise up to the top. Uh, because they are serving the people that they're meant to serve and that they have good models. So we've just remained, uh, we just ignored the noise and kept uh, focused on, you know, delivering good things for people.
0: Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Um, Now, I have a question for Kevin. I was wondering... What attracted you to be a part of this project and how do you feel to be in the position of an ambassador for the project?
2: Well, for for me, um, I look at a number of things why I got involved um, when I got told about the project. The first thing for me was the football community um, and the benefits that it will bring to the football community. I think that's really important for, for any business now. Um, moving forward, and for anything that's going to be community-driven, I love the, the sharing element that Steve has with TFA. The fact that everybody's going to benefit, everybody's going to – that the wealth is going to be shared around. I, I love that aspect um, of it. Also, it's to do with something I love, football. And um, I know about football. <laughs> I've been in football all my life. And there are many people around the world who support their clubs and support football, but I, 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 but I'm not treated in the community. They're kind of on their own. For me, this was a perfect way how to get everybody together on a platform and get everybody talking football, you know, engaging, talking about their teams, playing games, and having fun. I think that's important as well. Everybody has fun.
0: Absolutely, I couldn't agree more. So it's all about getting on board because the project is trying to serve the community and it's trying to involve people, not just for the sake of building a product, but for the sake of serving the football community.
2: Well, yes, 100%. And hence why I'm I'm an ambassador. You know, being an ambassador for something like this for me is easy because. Football is supposed to be fun. We know sometimes it can get difficult if the results don't get your go your way. But realistically, in the week, the build up to football games, etc., people should be having fun with it, and that's one thing that CFA definitely look to do. They look for everybody to engage and have fun.
0: Absolutely, that's that's great to hear. Um, now I have another question for you, Kevin. As a Premier League legend and someone who has a professional network full of fellow football stars and important professionals within the football industry, I was wondering, how do you feel that... How do you see the football industry reacting to blockchain projects like TFC?
2: Oh, that's a really good question. I think for football clubs, I think they have been they have done things in a certain way for so many years that at first, it will, it will be very slow because yeah. they're used to doing things in a certain way. But once they understand, one, what the likes of TFA do, two, how much it can actually enhance the football club and their community... And three, and probably more, most important, the, the wealth it can generate and share, I think you're going to see football clubs go go all in, 100% on blockchain-based businesses that really, you know, they haven't been coming. We're we, 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 we starting to see football clubs adopt a little bit with sponsorship, etc. Yeah. But... You know, the, the, the big picture isn't in football just yet. But one thing we do know, as Steve will probably tell you, we are, we are here and we're coming.
0: Absolutely. And I mean, it, it just has to make sense. It makes sense for football clubs to adopt projects like this because it's in the community itself. Fans coming together and, as you said, having fun. Enjoying the build-up, the excitement before uh, game day. It, it, it's something that um, aligns between blockchain and uh, football. It's the community. It's people coming together and enjoying the game and uh, helping each other and making the world a better place together.
2: Can I also add something? Can I... Absolutely. I think this is really, really important for everybody listening and and for anybody who who supports a football club. I I think one thing that we do know when football got shut down is that the people who really suffered were the fans. Yeah. And without without the fans, football is not the same game. So this is the perfect way how to engage the fans, keep the fans and the community happy. And now the club community isn't just local, it's international. So we want everybody to be able to, to interact, to talk, to converse, to discuss, and, 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 and just be involved with their football club. I think that's really important. And we've seen when it gets taken away, Football
0: isn't the same. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Um, I was one of those fans that were affected by the pandemic and football being uh, something that was taken away from the fans. And yeah, football was not the same and it would not be the same without uh, the community behind it. Now, I would like to... Go back to Stephen, and I would like to ask something about uh, your token TFC. Could you please share with our listeners the main utilities uh, behind the token?
2: Sure. The, uh, the there's a
1: lot. Uh, the we have an underlying platform called TFA platform, and we have the football app is one of the flagship products built on top of it, and the. TFC token is, is the exclusive way to interact with most of the key services of the platform. And specifically with the TFC app, uh, which drives 20 minutes a day of attention, it's the only way to buy, uh, to buy advertisements. Uh, but there are uh, many powerful ways and the most um, relevant nowadays is our, uh, TFC is the default token of our NFT platform. And as Kevin was mentioning, the football clubs are traditional and uh, slow to adopt. But uh, NFT rising is, is something they do understand. It's still very early, but you can see them already dabbling with the area of NFTs. And yeah. the big struggle yeah. that they have there is they don't really understand uh, that market, how to do a collection for that market um, and how to reach that market, because Very few, uh, I would say way under 1% of the football fans today know how to interact with MetaMask and OpenSea and will learn all that complexity uh, so that their collections would go out to a very small audience who is already drowning in all kinds of other uh, collections. Although a football collection will be an enduring uh, thing because uh, through through the years, there's going to be uh, maybe thousands or tens of thousands or even millions of collections of NFTs, but there's still only a few hundred iconic brands and the football clubs are among them. But one of the very cool things is that... um, we through the football app make it really easy for anybody to set up a wallet without understanding how to interact and set up anything they can we just take the barrier of entry down to zero so they can just download the app click on nfts click on buy and the nft ends up in their wallet without having to do any complex um, interactions and all the tfc background happens in the uh, the, the TFC interactions happen in the background dealing with, uh, you know, DeFi uh, swap engines so they yeah. can do it with a credit card. And uh, this uh, this now broadens the number of people who um, the football club can reach. Second, we know how to do the collections correctly and uh, we know what the market likes and we. Have a good sense of what will endure over time, not something gimmicky. Uh, I wasn't too big of a fan of Liverpool uh, Liverpool's latest NFT uh, collection. It was, um, you know, well produced and by great players, but it wasn't a great success, and it was a bit um, a bit uh, toyish, and and um, uh, you know, it doesn't feel like something that would stand the test of time. And so we've created a series called the TFA Trophy and Emblem Collection Series where we, we mint their trophy into an AR metaverse portable 3D image to immortalize it on the blockchain. And then we take their logo, logos and we we put them into a kind of a gamified minting thing where you, you mint and you might get one of the gold editions or silver editions of the logo and all of the different logos through history. And then we also further gamified it so that you had to, if you collect all the logos, you're, um, you gain special advantages on getting, uh, maybe box tickets, uh, in, in into the, into the map.
0: Steve, I think we lost you for a moment. It's all right, we can give Steve a moment to get back. It's probably a technical issue, but I had another question for Kevin. Um, Kevin, Mm -hmm. I was wondering how, how does it feel to you to serve the football community from a different position because when you are a player you are on the pitch you are in the mix of a game it's such a different position to be outside the game but still involved
2: yeah it's um, it, it is different obviously when you when you are, are preparing to play and you're playing on the pitch you have a, you have a focus on results, that's what matters. But when you when you get involved off the pitch, you know then you you start to see the bigger picture about what happens at football clubs, what happens in and around the game and and, and how big the game is. because you know a lot of the times when you're playing, you know that the game is going out around the world, but you don't understand how many people around the world are actually interacting. So now yeah. that I'm in this position, I can, I can interact with people. I interact with people from all over the, all over the world, all over the, 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 the continents of the world. Uh, for me, I think this is such a good space to be in and to, to have something that is new, inventive, fun, and something that people can really engage in, get the community going. I I think it's so easy to do. It's so easy to get involved with because it is for the benefit of the football community. And the football community isn't just one club. It's all of football.
0: Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And I was actually curious, do you have any friends, like maybe former players or current players or coaches that... Are curious about your involvement in the project and in the blockchain sphere?
2: Yeah there, there are some play, there are some players who are who are involved. There are some players who are just waiting to get involved obviously because once it starts to really hit the clubs in England um, especially, obviously that's when it, everything will get ramped up. So there are players involved now. But a lot more will be involved once, um, once every, the clubs are engaged.
0: Absolutely. And do do you feel like uh, more players and more people in your network are getting curious about your involvement? Do you feel like there's interest there?
2: Well, I've been in I've been in the, the, the crypto space for quite a while, and a lot of a lot of people have asked me about the, the, the position and what's happening. And everybody, everybody wants to get involved. But there is always a timeline because things, are, things take their time sometimes. And especially, like I said, in England, the clubs do things a certain way. And, you know, we are starting to see that starting to change a little bit now. And I think once you know, once once you turn the ship around, there is no stopping it. So yeah, uh, listen, I, I just think it's, it's just a matter of time before everybody gets involved.
0: It's definitely just a matter of time, and as as we as we move on and as we see fans get, gaining interest and getting deeper into the space. I believe that clubs will will feel the need to adopt um, blockchain technology and to serve the global football community through through the technology.
2: I believe it's a I believe it's a new department in football clubs.
0: That's interesting. So do you feel like they will have to create? Uh, specialized departments, like every football club in the future will have a specialized blockchain department.
2: I, I would, I would like to think so. Definitely, I would like to think so because it's a, it's a new revenue stream, and it's not, it's not just the, it's not just part of your media team. This is something totally new, and you need people in that department who could handle what's about to to happen. So it's going to create a whole new income stream and a whole new department and jobs and and, and revenue and everything inside and within football and the football community.
0: Absolutely, it's almost like having your own team of scouters that you send globally to find the, the right players.
2: Well, like scouts, you know, they send the scouts out to find the best talent. This is a bit different because what what TFA require is different sometimes to what the media team do. So there's specific things that are going to be required, and for that you're going to need a specific team. So again, you know, new job creation, new revenue, I think
0: it's exciting. Absolutely, it's definitely exciting. Um, I was also wondering, Kevin, how do you, how do you see the industry expand? Especially, you know, you being behind the scenes and knowing more than us, the community, know. Um, how do you see the project? expand within uh, the football world do you see it going global or do you see it starting off local and then expanding to different countries
2: uh, no i i think it will it will start in certain regions certain certain regions will adopt the technology quicker than others but i think in the long run that, that that's the short term answer short term answer certain regions of the world will adopt it certain regions, it will take a little bit longer. But here's the here's the thing. It will definitely be global because the fan bases are global. And if, if we, we've got a good fan base in Africa, a good fan base in, in, in South America, a good fan base in Europe, and they've adopted it, why shouldn't all the other regions, the, 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 the Far East, The Middle East, all these these areas will adopt it in the end because what will happen? There is FOMO. They're gonna the fear of them missing out, of being involved, is going to be crazy. They're gonna say, "What's wrong with us?" So I just I honestly think that it might start off slow in certain areas, but at the end. It's a technology that you cannot stop.
0: Absolutely. I I like the idea that people will fear missing out. Therefore, they will will join the movement because at the end of the day, it is a movement. Now, yeah, I was just curious about um, partnerships and collaborations because we all know how important partnerships and collaborations are within the industry and we could say the same about um, the football industry too so could you please tell us about some current partnerships uh, you have going on and maybe give us a sneak peek into some future partnerships and collaborative efforts
2: well I mean for me for instance uh, I I don't know if, if Steve's on um, Steve really looks after a lot of that but I could tell you about the partnership with um, Applewell SC in Cyprus because yeah. I think I think there's always it's always important to not just talk but to to do and with Applewell Well have, have, have become a partner and have got on the platform and they have their, their NFTs actually on the, the CFA platform and, and within the app. So again, not just talk saying that we, we, we're gonna do it. The key to everything is actually seeing it working, seeing it being done. I think that is very, very, very important for moving this, this thing forward. Obviously, I, I don't want to take away the the, the big announcement that, that Steve will do. Um,
0: oh, that's amazing!
2: Yes, yeah, Steve has a has has something quite 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 large to to announce, and uh, I don't want to take that away from um, him.
1: I'm back. I'm back. Um,
2: Hi, Steve. Tommy,
1: thanks for carrying the carrying and carrying the day there, Kevin. So, uh, All right. Yeah. So one of uh, one of the things I was mentioning there is, you know, we we've got uh, this kind of um, um, uh, trophy and emblem collection series of NFTs that is working for clubs and we are enabling uh, the app. Uh, and uh, and uh, we have a whole NFT platform, a whole NFT marketplace and the app itself, giving all kinds of special, cool, unique uh, powers to the NFT collections we do. So uh, we feel that this model of engaging with the clubs and we just did a successful uh, sale with FC here in Cyprus, who's played in, made it to the Champions League uh, quarterfinals in the past once. And... Um, we're their exclusive nft provider and we're using that model to carry it forward to the bigger clubs and one the, the big announcement that we're going to talk about is that in addition to all this capability to you know do successful nft collections for large football clubs with with our app and our platform we've got an agreement with the first exchange in China, which is legally authorized to do secondary market trading. Uh, now, the, the reason this is uh, very significant is for a few reasons. The, the first is China is the number one football market in the world, uh, they have 417 million avid uh, football fans. Of course, following mostly um, you know the, the Premier League clubs and the other big clubs like you know Bayern and Real Madrid, but they're they're really obsessed on Premier League. Second is they're a, a market completely obsessed with NFTs, which even the sale up till now was frowned upon, and there was no secondary market trading allowed in this gigantic market. And we ha- we specifically were sought out and asked to be brought in. To that market in in uh you know through the exchange which is government owned and operated from really top uh, uh crypto industry uh guys uh some of the you know the top talent in in china uh it's a big big thing tick tock is involved in that uh uh along with us and tencent and uh, also the Chinese uh, equivalent of Hollywood. It's very, very big and we are very fortunate that we were invited into that rare air. And we were invited in because uh, of the football angle and our ability to get great football related NFTs and to deliver them. And uh, so I think this gives us a pretty big advantage to go to the Premier League clubs and ask them if they would like to Use our proven formula for uh, NFT uh, sales through our TFA Emblem and Trophy Collection series, and that that market is now going to be accessible in China. And this isn't the Chinese market not like Open Sea. The exchange is there. You have to. It's curated. You have to. If you want to offer a collection in China, it's an arduous process. You have to go and get approval. Mm. You have to pay large fees, you have to find a distribution, you have to find promoters and uh, we are on the inside of that pre-approved and part of the promotional um, uh, framework of the exchange. So this is a very rare break that uh, you always hope to get a break like this. And we did, in fact, get a break. And I think that, um, you know, at some point um, it will, as word gets out about what we're doing, um, uh, people will understand the kind of the gravity of, um, you know, the opportunity that we have here.
0: Absolutely. That's definitely a big move for the project and it could, End up being potentially a big move for the whole industry and the football community too. It, it, uh,
1: it is, it could even be a good move for NFTs because, um, uh, NFTs are going to be bigger in China than they are in the rest of the world. And, uh, There's something unique there Uh, from Singapore to Hong Kong through uh, Asia. The investment funds there have departments for investing in NFTs where uh, you will not find that in New York or uh, California. You won't find uh, in Europe institutional money that has a, a, a desk for NFTs. So they're kind of leading the charge in understanding that uh, certain kinds of NFT collections, and spe- certainly for big iconic brands, are uh, they see them as investable long-term assets. They see and understand the power of that, and so you not only have you know over a billion uh, Chinese uh, people, but you have the institutional brands. So uh, it could be very, very uh, good boost for the NFTs, which so far has been. Limited to a handful of very large, well-known collections, with tons of other people trying to get into the space, and then lots of great collections from artists, and then some interesting uh, NFT collections that are using, you know, gamified NFTs. But uh, we feel that it, you know, this is an industry-level breakthrough, uh, you know, bringing, uh, bringing these uh, uh, football uh, NFTs into this market.
0: Absolutely. That's definitely impactful. Now, circling back to the app, I was wondering if you could tell us more about the use cases and capabilities of the app
1: Yeah, the the, the app um, also reflects the capabilities of the underlying platform because, as I mentioned, we already had a platform and we built the app on top. It wasn't like, uh, oh, let's uh, spend $500,000 with three guys and build an app, and then over a decade we'll build out the underlying capability. We already had the underlying capability, and and then we, we layered an app on the top. And because of that and underlying capabilities of the TFA platform, Uh, we were able to build uh, a next-generation Web3. Web3 has different meanings to different people. For some people, it means, you know, decentralized, uh app which is only partially possible now uh because there, there's simply no way to run something like instagram on a blockchain that's not real as of this time it won't be for quite a number of years but certainly tying login into the blockchain uh, integration of nfts and uh, gamification integration of of token assets um you know uh, kind of community management on key processes Ah, uh, this this is all part of Web three. But another part of Web three is the merger of the greatest hits. Right? Somebody would say, uh, could we take some of the features of Twitter and mix it with some of the features of Instagram and Reddit, and with some of the uh, features of a of a crypto wallet, and uh, mix that with some of the features of a NFT platform, and mix that with some of the features of a live score platform? Then you could build a really compelling. Um, Uh, user experience and uh, we were able to do that and that's because of 18 years of prior work that we've done in this industry and that we were kind of web3 uh, pioneers Uh, we were far far ahead of our time uh, on, on this back-end stuff and anticipating that these kinds of things would be a tremendous capability in the future and it seems the time is here and finally people Are appreciating uh, that because very, very few people can feel that the market does want products like this now. But uh, because of the huge, huge cost of building platforms and apps at scale with integration crypto, it really, you know, as I mentioned before, you know, it's easy to do white papers, it's easy to do fancy websites. But if you really want to deliver something like that, you better have a very very big backstory on how you did the uh, millions of hours of dev work at scale to make all that possible and then did you produce a product in the end which could get somebody's attention because they don't care about the backstory they only care about are they having fun And will they come back tomorrow into the same app experience? So by blending all that stuff together around football and football is constantly producing new and interesting data that you want to check and discuss with people. We have predictions competitions inside the app. There's all kinds of discussions going on. There's all kinds of games, trivia games going on. Um, You know, we think we're very fortunate to have a formula that could be maybe a a next generation for web three social networking within the, very large niche of football.
0: Yeah, that's that's absolutely uh on point and I was actually thinking about a conversation I had recently and we were talking about the industry and the other person was telling me how it takes 10,000 hours to become a master of a subject. That's what uh it is thought to be and uh it should be something similar when it comes to building a project, right? It, it Just as you mentioned, it, it it's not just building a landing page and posting three or four job posts and um, putting together an advertising campaign. You know, it's more than that. You have to know what you're doing. You have to have a yeah. meaning behind the project, have a mission, know what you are going to Build and the direction that you're going towards, like there's so many pieces that fit together in creating something meaningful and long-lasting.
1: Yeah, I I think I really appreciate you pointing that out because this is a true uh, a true case. Uh, um, basically, um, just as there are, um, let's say, thirty million people who play football at various levels from you know the top where Kevin plays. Down to the college level and the local level, and you know, there's, um, uh, but if there's only a few hundred people out of 30 million that can actually stand out and play at the level that Kevin Campbell played at, for example. You know, you have to have a, yeah, uh, you know, um, you know, there there may have been a Kevin Campbell uh, level talent who never got made it in football, but that's because. Maybe they had, didn't have the opportunity, didn't have the money, didn't have the willpower, but that's part of the selective process, right? So what I'm saying is in technology, you should think it's the same, right? There's 30 million people who can do development, and there's probably two or 300 who are at the very top of capability sets there. And you would find those people maybe doing the, uh, you know, working on Ethereum, um, uh, you know, proof of stake. Now, you would find some of them at Google, Uh, you would find that you would have to have a few tremendously talented people to feel the platform and a product that could engage people for 20 minutes, not just technically, but have a lot of product experience. And that just comes from, you know, that 10,000 hours of trial and error. And I'm very fortunate to say that, you know, there is some evidence that we do have a few people in this range because of the output that we've got from uh, the app itself, you can evaluate, and the fact, the reaction of the people to spend 20 minutes in there, plus the, you know, the back capability and side capability of our entire platform for doing this um, is, again, why I I do really appreciate that people should look at these projects and kind of evaluate a project saying, does this project have um, two or three or four people in it who would be maybe top of the percentile, maybe top 400 in the world of 40 million, um, or you know, of course, there's some chance that some college kids might just come out and prove themselves to be worthy of being up in there and get a few breaks. But you know, you, you know, it, it's really look for people who have, as you said, put their 10,000 hours in in the respective industries, and who have done the work, not the white paper, and uh, and 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 then. You know, and, and even, even that doesn't guarantee success. You still have to do a lot of, uh, of good uh, partnerships and a lot of good PR and, uh, you know, wrestle with a lot of um, alligators to really get into the position of being a top 20 token, which is what, you know, our goal is. We're, we're very serious about that. And um, we are prepared to do the work and wrestle the alligators to get into that position.
0: That's awesome. And uh, just because you just touched on a goal that you have and something that you're aiming to achieve, I was wondering what are some of the long-term goals for you and the team? It could be community-wise, partnerships, growth. You can feel free to touch on any points that are meaningful to you and the team.
1: Yeah. So um, the the long-term Uh, the long-term goals are to have a billion people in the ecosystem with uh, uh, partnerships with 20 to 30 of the clubs where we are the go-to place for NFT collections in the industry and the intermediate of that and uh, where that the community has voted the wealth that is created from this exercise into the hands of football clubs, sports, sport-related charities, you know, because we have given the um, uh, third of the token supply to that purpose, which will be a DAO. And, um, you know, football is the world's largest community. And if we do it justice, uh, that should be a tremendous, uh, tremendous boost for kind of local community-based tokenomics, helping every little club and every little community in the world through you know being the intermediate here and talking in the future we'd like to talk clubs into accepting TFC as the exclusive and only way for them to sell tickets and merchandise that might mean uh, people might stay with pay with great britain pounds and euros at the at the user interface level but in the background process it would be a DeFi connection to uh, you know uniswap quickswap to make the a background payment in uh, TFC. So that that could be done by contract with a football club and they could be given uh, a large cash of TFC and that would cement, uh, it would empower an already incredibly strong use cases that we have with something very special, something much bigger than us You know, uh, it's not our wealth to hold on to. It's our wealth to enable to be given out to the football industry. And, again, uh, that is our goal. That's how uh, we hope to get there. And uh, those are some of the things that we think might, you know, happen if if, uh, the winds of fate blow behind it and that we do our part and do justice to the opportunity here.
0: Absolutely, those are very ambitious goals, and I can speak on behalf of our team when I say that we wish you nothing but success, and we will definitely do our part and support you with anything that we can, just as we do with the other projects that we partner with.
1: Yeah, well, we're 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 very grateful to um, to get started, and uh, you know we that we're going to start uh, continue the. The promotions now that we've created the platforms and built engaging interfaces and our model is in, in, in real use the the publicity and uh, um, availability of the token for people to participate is you know our next important steps that we're at the beginning of so we're very grateful for your involvement as well thank you
2: absolutely
0: so and yeah it's our pleasure and I think it's very important to mention because I was going through the community questions before and I saw the same question repeated quite a few times, people asking where they can find TFC and where they can buy TFC. And we can let you know now that uh, you can buy TFC on our exchange on fmfw.io. So I think that was uh, important for community members and traders to know. Yep, very good. Now, now that we mentioned uh, your long-term goals, last but not least from me, I'm very curious, just as any other community member would be, how does the rest of 2022 look like for you and the project? Um, Just taking a look at uh, your timeline from a short-term perspective.
1: Yes, so our our next important milestones is to expand the success we've had with our tFA emblem and logo col- uh, emblem and trophy collection series beyond uh Apoel to we want to uh, get uh one or two uh, large clubs participating uh, with us uh, this year and maybe twenty to fifty uh smaller clubs And, uh, you know, each time they get familiarized with the TFA app, they learn about TFC. They start to understand the capability of our NFT platform and kind of the excellence of our branded collections, which we want to really make a brand name around in the future, that if people say, do you have an NFT from Club X or Y? They'll say, is it part of the TFA collection series? Because we want that to be the defining standard that a big club together with us, is the branded uh, version. So getting football clubs uh, to partner with us where we are offering their NFT collections exclusively for TFC through the initial sale of the football app in our marketplace is our most uh, important milestone. And, you know, opening up the app in China where uh, we're translating it to Chinese and putting it into the different stores there, preparing it for that market. That's a big market, the number one market in the world. So that's an important milestone that we're already in high gear working on. And uh of course, uh that should result in the third phase of our roadmap, which is uh really to have maximum visibility uh for people that they could find this on almost every exchange, but that takes time, and that comes as a byproduct nowadays of having big adoption and use. And uh We are also uh, working on a a fairly large fundraise that we will hope closes in this uh, 2022 calendar year. So those are the things that are on our mind about the milestones that we've internally set on the project is to continue getting collections to uh, hit the Chinese market with the app. And uh, to complete our fundraise, which is sort of necessary to support the, uh, the sheer uh, force we're unleashing by doing these things.
0: Yeah, it definitely sounds like a busy year for you and the team.
1: Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, we're, we're always working hard, so it's nice to be able to get... Um, good results, and um, it will be fun when the publicity comes behind this because I I, I would dare somebody to find a project at our level of maturity that is virtually unknown. (laughs) We're in an interesting position there, and we hope to to remedy that so everybody would know about this project. But uh, again, we did this in the Greek islands. This was launched from a Greek island. This was launched with... uh, just private people, friends, built organically from a, kind of an elite group of, of coders, and uh, we did not have uh, an ICO. We did not have um, a professional fundraise, so that and being uh, thus, you know, somewhat low profile. And that's another uh, big thing that we uh, we hope to uh, to change is get the word out for people to monitor the progress on this project, then participate in it. It's for it's for everybody uh, you know, who loves football and uh, also for uh, people who understand uh, what the potentials are.
0: Absolutely. And without a doubt, the word uh, will go out uh, to the community and especially the football community. And now just speaking about community, it's time to get into the community questions. So community members had uh, the opportunity to ask their questions through a form that was shared within our community. So the first question comes from @fatejani, and it sounds like this. Will TFC have a way for earning incentive?
1: Yeah, I mean, you said uh, earning incentives like staking.
0: Yeah, I think that's what the person means, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, so we, we have already our first staking program that's live in the app. And we're now, we have a series of hit games within the app. One is Trivia, another one is called Midnight Madness, another one is called Pandemonium. And we've used these as a mechanism for um, you know, distributing TFC uh, to the community who uses the app. To the early, uh, you know, participants and to some of the administrators and the chat rooms and all the great people helping build this, uh, and we're going to now have a, a stake to play, so that uh, people can earn, um, uh, you know, uh, stake and then participate in these games for you know higher rewards. So we we have one of the best reward systems out there, really. And uh, we're continuing to uh, kind of keep that modernized and and, uh, enhanced.
0: That sounds great. Thank you for the answer. Um, The second question comes from and the person is asking, is TFC going to be implemented in top football leagues around the world as a form of payment or any other use?
1: It already is used by, uh, it's already accepted by uh, Livingston FC and the Scottish Premier League for tickets and merchandise. And we expect that trend to continue because we are a point of sale. Uh, users are following us uh, uh, inside the app. They see the matches and there's, you know, you, they can have the buy tickets and merchandise button instantly below. So we're a natural, uh, a natural place. And as I mentioned to you, we are intending to not just go for people to accept. We are going for asking clubs to exclusively accept TFC because yeah. they have a lot of gain from that. And if we persuade them to do this, uh, we can allocate tokens to them. And that brings, again, uh, um, they, they they don't have any gain other than the money they make when they're accepting um other uh euros and other tokens it's kind of like uh by making tfc the standard uh for the you know in demand tickets and merchandise which everyone loves exclusively on a 99 year contract basis that would be kind of an interesting idea and uh it's something that we you know um uh you know we think big on this you know there's a lot of new possibilities and there's why not to um you know see if they there's a lot of uh, uh, how would you say uh, there's some logistical uh, and legal hurdles, but that's always the case at any new opportunity. If the uh, opportunity is compelling for them, um, we may find our way to glory there. So, um, you know, we, we, we are already accepted. There are clubs already accepting the token for tickets and merchandise, and we hope to um, score some exclusive partnerships in that regard as well.
0: That's amazing. And just because you mentioned community before, this question coming from Hako Masu is kind of related to the previous community topic that we were discussing. Um, Community support is one of the biggest aspects of a project's success. Most projects have programs that interact with their users and the person is asking, what plans does TFC have to attract and expand this community?
1: Well, it's already happening through the app. So the app, which was launched a few years ago in Cyprus in, in the Greek island uh, during a beer festival where the first 4,000 <laughs> people downloaded it to be able to buy beer with TFC. Um, that was how the whole thing started as a app launch. And uh, it spread into dozens of countries and that each time it spread into a new country, a chat room within the app was created. We have we have telegram plus like chat rooms inside of the football app for, you know, they can be geared around discussions of uh, fans of one club or another, or they can be geared around a whole, a whole uh, country. So each, each country has a, has a chat room where we can orient no users and play games and help communicate what we're doing. So, you know, we don't use telegram. We use our own app for this and volunteers, from the community step up as administrators. And we have some simply incredible people that are um, involved as administrators in in a number of countries, dozens of countries. And uh, this this will continue, and it's really the best way to build up organically is, you know, word of mouth. Then as we uh, gain some big brands to come in here, uh, that will bring uh, kind of a tsunami of – users you know imagine if we were to be so fortunate to get the um nft collection uh you know for tottenham hotspur or arsenal or one of the larger clubs the fan base of those clubs is 50 million people 100 million people yeah. around the world and so we've prepared the infrastructure on you know how to be able to orient new people how to explain them how to how uh, our systems work how you know the get them oriented into our way of thinking, which is a giving, you know, it's about giving, it's about sharing. It's about creating new forms of wealth. It's about having new kinds of digital fun, uh, modernizing the way we uh, interact as Kevin said with, you know, creating like extending the digital impact, bringing people into the world of NFTs who are never in the world of NFTs or couldn't figure it out or understand what it is. So yeah, we've, we've got great um, uh, infrastructure Already uh, built in for this.
0: Yeah, and now you, you just mentioned before NFT marketplaces, and the question from GI Masred is about NFT marketplaces, and it sounds like this OpenSea is an NFT marketplace that is still in demand by many people in the industry. Is TFA football inspired by OpenSea and are there any superior features that you will highlight when your marketplace is launched?
1: Yeah, uh, you know, OpenSea is, you know, uh, generic. Um, it's uh, for everything, right? Uh, yeah. We think having this football-specific, becoming the place to look for if you wanna find crypto punks and, 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 and art-related art things, mm. you will go on OpenSea. But I feel that we can steal the show and become the place to go and look for football-related collections. And we have a lot of advantage there because um, one, of the, one of the interesting things about NFTs is that, imagine um, first, you know, um, there's only so many things OpenSea can highlight, but within our app, we have 7,000 highlight areas. And the app opens to the club that you um, uh, follow as a primary uh, interface. So we can bring, we know, you know, that they select which club they're following and that's the first place they look. And so we present the NFTs from that club directly to the user. Now, if you buy and we make it easy to buy in the app, but the second thing is imagine you buy one of the great NFTs of a football club, isn't half of the fun or more showing off to all the other people who care about that topic. Absolutely. That they own, this, thing. this is why they wear Bored Ape t-shirts to the World Series of Poker or different uh, events. They want to show I own a board Ape or make it their profile on social media. However, imagine if you've got one of the iconic NFTs of Liverpool, But you're hidden away under uh, OpenSea. Nobody can find you. There's no central place to interact with Liverpool. Within OpenSea, you'd have to just search randomly for a collection and click through it looking for who. We have a leaderboard that shows who own the iconic NFTs for Liverpool. And that is really fun for people because it shows that, hey, look how much I care about the club. Look how much money I invested in. This I'm not just a diehard fan who goes to every single match, but I own some of these NFTs, which also supported the club financially, which are, you know, part of the history. So I think we go far beyond OpenSea. And I think that they're first, okay, Uh, the first mover. And I think that for this specific niche, uh, I think we uh, have good reason to think we'll be, um, you know, uh, the dominant player for football-specific stuff.
0: Absolutely, I can definitely see that happening. And yeah, as you said, OpenSea is general, but there is a gap when it comes to creating specific marketplaces uh, for Tyler to specific uh, community and specific interests.
1: Yeah, and we, we have another advantage, which is because of our powerful chat room capability within the football app, certain NFTs can unlock exclusive chat rooms with the club, so maybe one of the rooms, you've got a lot of the players and key uh, uh, pundits in there. So be, you know, it could be uh, members-only uh, exclusive chat rooms where you get uh, legit access to talk with really, really interesting people. And uh, that's all built into the process, um, you know, as well as unlocking certain games that are played in these rooms we We have an ecosystem to kind of take take it further all kind of teed up we just need to start the party with a kind of a big a big club to help us drive out there
0: yeah, absolutely and now, just following up the last question and this would be the final question of the MA asked by Zandy for real how do you plan to improve adoption of the app and can you tell us more about Partners and plans for partnerships globally?
1: So, the, the key way that we see is NFTs because NFTs is new and interesting for everybody. And if you are a follower of a big football club, you, you really have an attachment to that. And we are the place where you can interact with their NFTs and perhaps buy your first NFT without a lot of trouble and learn how what that is and show it off and participate in the chat room. We think that's the easiest way for people to get attracted into a new platform. So we think that NFTs are going to be the driver for adoption. Uh, And the second is also pushing into, with that power, also pushing into the market, specifically like China, which, you know, it's a bit impenetrable to people on the outside, but we're working with people on the inside there. And uh, they're extremely positive and uh, recommending us to uh, do the launch there. So I think, uh, fortunately, that partnership, um, you know, is big. And of course, as I mentioned, you know, we we are going to be getting other clubs and we hope that they're, they're big iconic clubs and any big iconic club that puts out the word that they're participating with you, not not as a shirt sponsor where you gave them money, right? That's just uh, somebody that gave somebody money so they get some publicity on their brand, but where they're really actually using your products to interact with their fans and deliver new experiences to their fans. That is of course a magnet for uh, adoption. So basically uh, China, you know, uh, getting a big club and basically driving through NFTs. And, you know, even if we didn't get a big club and we feel that we will get multiple big clubs, we yeah. we feel that, um, you know, there are 10,000 professional football teams out there at the different levels and leagues. And, and, and uh, you know, in England, I think I can't even remember how many layers. Kevin knows but, you know, 14 levels of clubs, 14 levels of football in uh, In UK, you know, the the sport goes deep, deep, deep into the culture of, you know, South Africa. I mean, Africa, South America, Europe, uh, many other places, increasingly the Middle East. So uh, getting adoption from 2,000 small clubs uh, that only have, you know, five, six hundred real diehard fans each is equivalent to having a, a Liverpool as well. So we go both directions of small clubs where it's easy to get them to participate and big clubs where it's very hard to get them to participate because of the noise level and the, uh, you know, the, um, just the barriers of uh, getting them to pay attention long enough to do follow through on a new area.
0: Yeah, that makes all the sense. And I think we can end the session here. Gentlemen, it's been an absolute pleasure to host you today and thank you everyone for joining us today. Kevin, I think if this was a live event, I would have asked you for an autograph.
2: <laughs> Not but... I'm sure I'm sure we could sort an NFT out at some stage. <laughs> yeah, yes, get,
1: ready. get ready. for the uh, Kevin Campbell uh yeah, get ready. Uh that that will be uh we'll we'll let you know first in line when he releases his NFTs.
0: That sounds like a plan. And you never know, like we we might meet in a in a networking event in the space. Like we, this is a small industry.
2: <laughs> I look forward to it.
0: Absolutely, that makes two of us, gentlemen. Thank you again for your presence, and we look forward to more exciting AMAs and collaborations uh, with the project.
1: Yeah, thanks a lot, Bogdan. Well, uh. Okay. We'll see you soon.
2: Thank you. Thank you, Thank Thanks, you everyone. Scott. Thank you.